The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Tolls Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Talon Jenkins. Joined with our hosts, we got Ryan Gilbert and we got Joel Meyer. Gentlemen, how the hell are we doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing good. Second time here in probably 24 hours or so. It's uh, have, have more gambling things to talk about too. Friday night, so you know it's going to be a good show. Sure, yeah, I'm done talking about that other useless shit, uh, random 750k one-year signings about of some player, I'll forget the name of in two weeks. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'm doing the same as yesterday pretty much, maybe just a little more tired, but that's okay, I'm going to get a, a nice long sleep tonight because i got a busy day tomorrow. Hell yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I've had a pretty good day, boys, I, I started boozing a little bit earlier and then I went to a beautiful Beautiful little Mexican taco place that opened up right down the street from us. I was talking to these guys a little bit before my girl and I went. It was absolutely fantastic. Fish tacos. Fish tacos are pretty much the best kind of tacos ever. I don't know. Did you guys, do you have a better taco than a fish taco? Do you prefer something else? Uh, I don't like seafood. So steak, chicken, uh, yeah. spicy pork, maybe. Ooh. Jolly. Yeah, beef, beef and uh, chicken thighs for me. Okay. Okay. Love- both, both good. Don't get me wrong. Joel loves the thighs. Can't go right. Do you guys like mm. cilantro? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I'll take it. You have to. Some of the, the people that don't like cilantro, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, oh, it tastes like soap. Oh, no, no, no. You're just dumb. So cilantro is absolutely fantastic. Fish tacos, absolutely kick ass. Shout out to that place. It's called Chili's, but it's not like Chili's, like, you know, the restaurant chain oh, Chili's. Chili's. That's, that's, yeah, that's my, that's my go to, uh, go to place. Love Chili's. You would go to Chili's. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it was really good. We enjoyed it. They had one of my favorite beers on top two. Shout out Amsterdam Blonde. So that's absolutely fantastic. But I was boozing early. And you know, like sometimes when you drink early, and then like you eat and then you sober up a little bit as the night goes on it's kind of weird right you know but that, that's kind of where we're at you know so i'm feeling about like feeling about like a good six out of ten earlier it was about a 7.5 but we're, we're feeling good man that's all that matters we're having a good old time here uh what else you know it was yeah, that's pretty much it let's get let's get rock and rolling here tons of stuff going on in the world of sports golf julie how's your golf bets doing how are we doing so far uh not good not good uh victor hoblin at a a nice start once again, but then um, got pretty bad back nine, I guess. I wasn't really paying attention. The ROM just fell off fell off the planet. Um, and uh, what else? I got uh, there was somebody else I had, Corey Connors. Uh, he, he had a good start as well, but then he went back to even. So, uh, no, it, it wasn't a good day either. So it's, it's um, I might have to bet somebody to maintain an interest on Sunday, but uh, hopefully one of those guys pops back up and uh, at least gives me some some kind of sweat. It seems like I'm, your your live bets always do pretty well though, Joel. Like you're, you're like, oh, I hopped in on this guy on Saturday, then he ended up like either winning or like coming in second or third. Yeah, earlier this year, that's that's the only way I had any wins yeah. in golf. So, yeah, that that's uh, I wonder if there's something to that, but mostly because they're shorter odds, of course. Like the guys I'm talking about, they're like, you know, 40, 50, 60, 200 to one. Um, but the the live bets are more like the you know 10, 15, 20 to one range. 
Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes after a Friday, you'll see a guy that's like four strokes back or something. And like, yeah, this player is good enough that sure, after two days on a Saturday and Sunday, of course he could win. So the live bet market's definitely worth looking into. Um, for myself, I'd be looking okay if fucking Max Homa didn't shoot eight under today. That's absolutely insane. But he's leading at 10 under. He shot eight under today. Uh, I don't know. Who do I got? I got fucking Scheffler, Cantley. Scheffler's a five under. Cantley's a four under. So, yeah. And they got Shoffley at four under as well. So they're all five, six strokes back. But if Max Homa didn't fucking pull this out of his ass, then, yeah, you know, we'd be looking in good shape. But, hey. There's still two more days of golf left, boys. You know, if Homer can shoot eight and understay, why can't any of those guys that I read fucking go for a big old, big old power run? You know, they got the did skill I, to do it. Did I see John Ram like missed like a three foot putt for the first time in like 500 tries or something? He might have. It was like right there. I saw the video. He, of it. It was, it dude, was it was four over sad. today. He had a tough goal. Like sometimes it just doesn't click, you know. And when it's bad, it gets bad. Shout out to Hideki Matsuyama, who had to pull out with a bad back as well. You never want to see that for the fucking Japanese samurai master, Hideki Matsuyama, in his green jacket. So shout out to him. Hopefully he'll be okay. Um, I don't know. It'll it'll be a pretty cool tournament. You always still got two days left, so things we'll find out more tomorrow where uh, where everybody kind of stands coming into Sunday. So I'm excited. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that piece of fucking shit Rory McIlroy can fall right down the list. It was nice to see him shoot even today. Not really make any movement. He's sitting at a five under as well. So uh, at least that's a win, Joel. If you can chalk that one up for us, no. Yeah, anytime Rory's not winning, we're all winning. Exactly, baby. Exactly. Good to see Justin Rose sniffing around today, too. Uh, he, was, he was a good five under. Uh, okay. What else? World of sports. What's going on? We're going to talk some hockey. Obviously, there's a little bit of stuff to go over. We're going to talk from more of a gambling point of view, which we're fucking pumped for, because like Jolie said, we've just been talking about bullshit signings for about the past couple of months. Uh, NBA, people are still lying, so that sucks, but that's all right, as long as everybody's you know, going to get along and everybody's having fun at their summer league. If that's still going on, I don't fucking know, but hey, it could be. Uh, we got college football coming up in like, what, like 10 days or something like that. That's going to be absolutely sick. That's going to be here right before we know it. So amped for that. Uh, NFL as well in like 22 days or something crazy like that. Uh, baseball. Ryan, what's up in the world of baseball? Did anything change from yesterday um, to today? I have an update for your most hated team, the Toronto, Toronto oh, Blue Jays. They got uh, they got walked off in Cincinnati by rookie first baseman Christian Encarnacion Strand to fall out of a playoff spot. So I figured you, you might enjoy that. All right, so I take it that's bad for the Blue Jays getting walked that's off. That's bad for the Blue Jays, back-to-back losses, yeah. All right, I had to check that because sometimes, you know, you get jerked off. It's like, okay, that's not <laughs> a bad thing, but you got walked off. That is a bad thing, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, fuck the Blue Jays. Hopefully, Julie, you're not a baseball. I know you don't like baseball, right? Did you, did you ever watch any baseball or anything like that or no? Nah, I'll put the World Series on, but that's about yeah. it. Just, just loves, just loves competition. Loves, loves championships. I respect that. That's what fine. do we got, Joe? What do you got? UFC? Olympic softball is my, my gig. No, it's. <laughs> uh, I thought it was Olympic, like synchronized swimming, teenage. Everything Olympic, man. Everything Olympics. This guy's a gamer. Everything Olympic. Yeah. What were you gonna ask? UFC. What you got? Check out MMA Gaming Podcast. Our, our <laughs> friends, uh, Jeff Graybush Fox yeah. over there with his oh, comfy. Yeah. Indeed, yeah, comfy. yeah. This what, is what you uh, got we though. Can... Week minus one for college football. Of course, no college football, but, you know, it's week zero next week, so this one's got to be minus one. Um, but <laughs> it's a busy day. we got the Bundesliga back, Serie A's back. Uh, EPL is going to be in the second week. Hopefully do better than last week. We went one and four from a bets there. Not too good. Uh, and then, yeah, UFC, uh, what is it, 292, 293, something like that. It's, a uh, you know, pay-per-view, so going to the bar, checking that out. It's that... Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley guy against uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Aljamain Sterling. 
Uh, so it'll be interesting there. A little bit of bad beef, if you can believe it or not. I don't know if it's fake or real, but uh, apparently they don't like each other. And uh, yeah, Sean is a bit of a goofball image. Just looks like uh, like a clown version of um, what the fuck's his name, uh, McGregor. <laughs> but apparently he's a, a much better guy. So I guess I can't hate him too much. Um, yeah, can't stand fucking McGregor though. So I, I don't know whom to. I haven't bet anything yet, but uh, you know I'll, I'll be betting every fucking fight um, before the thing's done. You Germans just hate the Irish, eh? Uh, Can't help uh, it. <laughs> I have my reasons. <laughs> Everyone has their reasons. That guy is a bit of a tool. I mean, you can only say, you can say he's funny as shit, but still a little bit of an asshole. Uh, fair enough. Anyways, other stuff. So tomorrow's going to be a shit show. It's, it's safe to say that, right? Like tomorrow you're just going to be fucking tying one on all fucking day long? Oh yeah, man. This is this is my gig. Like uh, when when soccer's on Saturdays, start drinking eight eight nine in the morning, and yeah. you don't stop oh, till you, uh, your eyes shut. Yeah, you now, want you want to be in the Discord for like Saturday this yeah. Saturday like eleven twelve o'clock, especially in the fights channel. I uh, I know that always goes off over there, but even in the hockey channel at like two a.m. Eastern, Joel will still be kicking, tell, telling <laughs> stories, taking selfies Fuck, that he doesn't yeah. remember, and just going off there. Oh uh, yeah, I rule the Discord when it's uh, <laughs> two three a.m. Pacific. <laughs> that's what was sick with like when fucking Beijing Wings was back in China and shit. It'd be Jolie and Wings fucking just going all night long at 4 a.m. I'd be working at midnight. I'd pop in and have somebody to talk to. It was a fucking blast, yo. You guys were Yeah, now that, now that he's back in California, he's is he still around here? when I'm awake. Yeah, he's in Wait, San Francisco. Is he like over here like permanently? No, for for a while. I think no, uh, like a few months. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I'm, going, I'm going down there in October, so if there's any Discorders in San Francisco, <laughs> can go to the shark join tank? us. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah well, no, no we're not, we're not seeing hockey game. Oh. I'm going down there for a concert. What the fuck we're talking about? Nobody nobody listening cares. What about concert this. are you going to? I'm curious. What concert are you going to? A band called Cold Cave, man. It's a uh, cold play? Wave. Cold Cave. Cold play. Cold play. Cold play. Scientist, yellow. Uh, and I will try to fix you. Oh, fix you. Uh, fix it. Fix you. Classic. <laughs> favorite, my, my, my favorite song of all time. No. <laughs> you probably never, never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> Shout out Cold Cave, yo. Hell yeah. Uh, all right. Let's keep this fucking moving. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast on our website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports. Obviously, we just talked about it. Uh, you can find all that information at the website. Be sure to read the articles, man. People are pumping out good shit. Uh, and it's valuable shit, too. It's a great way to learn about some sports. You know, make a little bit of money on some sports that maybe you're not really too uh, too keen on or interested or knowledgeable. And, you know, it's a great way to fucking get a good foundation. Uh, as well, shout out to all the other shows on the network. Everybody's fucking kicking ass. We we talk about this. We pumped about yesterday, but it's the same goddamn thing. We got college football right around the corner. We got hockey around the corner. We got NBA. We got NFL. Baseball still doing its thing. So it's a great fucking way to win some goddamn money is by listening to all the shows on these network. Uh, everybody's doing such a kick-ass job. Uh, be sure to check out Baseball Money is Fake with Ryan and Blake. Those guys are absolutely fantastic. Uh, and, uh, yeah, check out our boy, uh, the MMA Gatlin Podcast, our boy Jeff Fox. Man, those guys do a fantastic job, too. A couple big cards coming up, you know, so fuck yeah. Shout out those guys. They're always a bunch of beauties, too. Um, and, of course, shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Discord, man. You know, people are in there. People are having fun. People are doing good stuff. People are having a good time. Uh, it's good to see, you know, it's good to see everybody back in the Discord having a blast, yo. And, you know, the season's coming up, and like I said, last show dude when this fucking season starts rocking and rolling engaging it's going to be a fucking party time in the discord so you're not going to want to miss out on it if you're not in the discord uh first of all you're not making money second of all you can reach out to myself or ryan on twitter we'll be sure to point you in the right direction uh you can also reach out to the hgp twitter account or uh i did some looking i did some digging 
There is some provinces. I didn't look at what provinces there are, but some provinces do still list phone books. So I know I'm doubling down on this one a little bit, but I think I saw BC on one of those. I think you actually have to reach out to the city in order to get one. Mm-hmm. So if you if you ask nicely in the Discord, maybe Joel Meyer will register his cell phone number inside the Vancouver phone book, and then you can fucking reach out to him and figure out how to get in the Discord. And that doesn't really make sense because you kind of got to be in the Discord to ask him. But either way, they still got fucking phone books, motherfucker, and that's the only thing that matters here. But hell yeah. It's probably up there in Prince George or somewhere up north where they barely have internet. True. <laughs> yeah, and I, I want to do a shout-out to uh, Ryan Kramer of the uh, flagship Sports Gambling Podcast. He just finished up his draft day, 24-hour live stream of uh, underdog best ball drafts. He did there. They were able to raise $10,000 for the uh, I'm Able Foundation, which removes obstacles that prevent people with disabilities from being active through grants, fitness opportunities, and motivation. So uh, great thing that the Sports Gambling Podcast Network was able to do over the past 24 hours or so. So just shout out to that. Right on, man. All right, and uh, make sure you check out Game Time. Uh, buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With color deals on last-minute tickets and their, la- and, and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game Time app experience is fantastic. They got those flash deals. They have last-minute tickets up till the start time of the event. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. I'll give you the images of the seat views uh, as you can look at your, your view there before you buy the tickets. And they have their lowest price guarantee, event cancellation po- protection as well. So Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive, exclusive flash deals on tickets for every event you could think of. And the Game Time guarantee means you'll get always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section in a row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. That's uh, terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hell yeah! Um, all right, we talked a little bit about this last show. You know, we're gonna we're gonna start going through a little bit of trophy odds when we come to our, our next upcoming shows and stuff like that. Uh, like we said, this is a gambling podcast, and we have strayed from that a little bit because hell, there's been nothing to fucking talk about. But we're getting to that point of the year where we can start touching on these trophies. So that's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna dive into the heart trophy. To start right here, boys, um, there's a couple big names. Obviously, let's face it, Connor McDavid is most likely expected to win the heart. Uh, this guy's the best player in the world. Look at what he did last year. Every time he's on the ice, he's a fucking game changer. You can get McDavid at plus 100. Uh, a couple notable mentions, you get McKinnon at plus 900, uh, Drysaddle plus 1,000, Kachuk plus 1,200, Pasternak plus 1,600, Matthews plus 1,600, uh, Kaprizov plus 1,600, and Jack Hughes plus 1,800. Obviously, there's tons of other guys that could step in and win this. Um... I'm going to jump in first a little bit here, and let's uh, let's just face it. Connor McDavid, plus 100. This is probably, unless like a catastrophic injury or something happens, this might be the best odds you get on him for a while. Not to say that somebody doesn't jump ahead of him in points and McDavid drops to like, you know, plus 120 or plus 200 or something like that throughout the year. Who knows? But it's the beginning of the season. If you are trying to make some money, you know, just sprinkle a little bit on McDavid. I think that's pretty fair. This guy's the best player in the fucking world. But aside from McDavid, 
let's talk about a couple players here, man. Now, when I'm leaning towards the heart, you got to kind of think of some teams that are going to be decent teams as well. We've seen it in the past for teams that don't make playoffs. You know, the players who maybe should have won the heart uh, end up getting snubbed a little bit. So let's take a look here. Like I see, I see a guy like Jack Hughes that jumps out at me a bit here, plus 1800. We know that the Devils are supposed to be fucking sick this year. They're supposed to kind of dominate the Metro. Um, and with a player like him and his character and his fucking abilities, yeah, you know, plus 1800. If they go on a good fucking run and this guy's just lighting the absolute lamp, I really, I really like that at plus 1800. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl too. We we know that voter fatigue is a thing in this fucking league. We see it all the time. And if McDavid's popping off, then you know Dreisaitl is is as well. So or Dreisaitl plus 1000 is always interesting. Uh, I'm a big Matthews guy. Let's see Austin. He's coming off a coming off a tough year last year. You know he was injured. He had mad back problems the entire season. Only registered 40 goals. Uh, his defensive side of his game did improve a lot. But this guy's got something to prove, man. He's gonna want him. I I got him hitting 50 goals this year. Uh, so. Matthews a plus sixteen hundred as well. I do like uh, guys that I don't necessarily love. I'm not really high on Pasternak at plus sixteen hundred. I think we talked about it. You know, this might bite us in the ass, but I think we can expect the Bruins to maybe take a little bit of a step back this year. Guy like Tage Thompson kind of fits that mold as well. You know, don't get me wrong, I love Buffalo, but not really go far for so Buffalo. But I don't see them being good enough for him to get it. But those are just a couple names off the top, boys. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, a, a few things there. I think McDavid at even money is probably the, the the best bet on the board. It's not the most fun bet, but it, it's the easy bet. Like he, he, as long as he stays healthy, he's going to win it. He had 153 points last season in 82 games. And like, I don't want to hear about voter fatigue. I feel like it's it's people are talking about it because of the NBA and Jokic. But like Wayne Gretzky it happens, won. Though. Wayne Gretzky won eight straight uh, Hart trophies from 1980 to 1988. Then Mario Lemieux won one, and Gretzky won it the next year. So like. There, there is precedent for the best player of all time to win the Hart Trophy eight years in a row. 30 and, years ago. And, well, okay, McDavid didn't win it two years ago because I forget who won it. Was it McKinnon won it two years ago? Matthews. No, Matthews won it two years ago. So, yeah. He had six. Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't even be three straight for McDavid. So, as long as he stays healthy, unless it's like unless Dreisaitl somehow surpasses him. But besides McDavid, I, I, I like Pasternak, actually, at 16-1. to 1. I think the Bruins will still be good. All mark, they still have good depth, good, good, good defense. And last season, Pasternak played 444 minutes with uh, David Krejci and Pavel Zaka, only 169 minutes with uh, Marchand and Bergeron. So the loss of Bergeron and Krejci shouldn't shouldn't hurt him too much. He came in second place voting last year, uh, had 53% of the vote. Uh, McDavid, or I'm not sure how this works because McDavid had 99% of the possible votes. But I think Pasternak there, if he has a similar season, still in his prime, if he puts up 100 points, is a good candidate there. Uh, then I have a few, uh, quite a few long shot options. I, I guess my possible favorite out of them would be just as as a value pick of something you, you can hedge out of later, either Ilya Sorokin or Igor Shosturkin at 170 to one. Uh, we saw Shosturkin two years ago when he won the Vesna, kind of getting the conversation a bit for for the heart. So I could see that being able to be cashed out or hedged later. But 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 yeah, realistically for the heart, you want to bet either McDavid or or Kean on one of those kind of shorter ads guys like Pasternak, or just spread it out between you know between five and ten long shots at this point. Right. Uh, let's give a quick. Uh... Professor refresher on how to bet these uh, awards. Um, of course, it's it's very different than betting a game, and it's it's also not purely informational, like betting the draft. It's it's somewhere in between. You got to get in the minds of the voters. It's it's uh it's where narrative stuff really comes into play. Um, 
So that, that in that case, yeah, that voter fatigue is a thing, but it's it's not going to rule out McDavid. Like he's he's a strong favorite for a reason, and that's what makes this uh, market unappealing to me because uh, yeah, he he's, he's he probably does have a better chance than fifty percent to win this thing, but you're still tying up your money all that all that time and um and injuries do happen and then so yeah, it's it's not it's not a, a sexy pick, but McDavid. Uh, at even money is, is still okay. You can find him at plus 120 as well. Um, but uh, I, I don't want to do that. I, I bet three guys. Um, I should have explained myself first how to do this. So <laughs> you, uh, what I want to do is, is an exercise of um, analyzing what, what the voters are looking for. Obviously, stats is number one. Um, being on a great team is number two. They, they're, they're tied together, of course. You have to play with good players to get the good stats, and if you have good players, you're on a winning team. Um, and then uh, there, there's certain uh, more visible markets. There's more visible players, like this year, Kale McCarr. It's on NHL 24. That That's important. Um, of course, everyone knows McDavid, so he's already got that uh, check mark. So, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a long checklist of things you can, you can uh, mark on and off i guess and uh, you want to eliminate a lot of players too so you, you do a, a process of elimination so a lot of the guys like there's only been two defenders to win the the ward in um the, its existence for like, 30 years or so and one of them was fucking bobby Orr. so you need to be on on that kind of level uh and, and pronger, the, 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 yeah pronger in 2000 so like in the modern era a defenseman is not going to win it yes except for Kale McCarr because uh, <laughs> uh, he, he is on that level. He there hasn't been a, as good of a, a defenseman as as him since maybe Lidstrom. I think would be the closest one. Um, yeah, that's and then, fair. Uh, yeah, so he's 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 a transcendent talent, and uh, he's always going to be in the running for the Norris. So that that'll you know give him a, a high floor at least to be uh, collecting votes for the heart as well. So at 30 to one there, you can still get him at. That's pretty decent. And uh, I agree with Talon with Jack Hughes at 18 to one, 20 to one, whatever. Um, he, he's a legit talent, only 22 years old and uh, getting better with every year. And he's going to be on one of the best teams in the regular season. So yeah, now highly visible New York market um, or New Jersey market, whatever. And uh, one more, <laughs> I bet him at 150 to one, but uh, he's moving down a little bit. But Jimmy Stutzla. Uh, this oh, is a guy God. who's... Oh, your boy. Oh, yeah. I, thought he, I thought you didn't like him that much, you know? Yeah, he's no Cole ah. Perfetti. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, where's Cole <laughs> Perfetti on this? <laughs> so there he is, 20,000 to 1. Um, <laughs> no, no, I always liked him. I just I just thought Cole Perfetti has a, has a higher ceiling. But uh, I was, you know, I'm probably going to be wrong on that take. That's a long-term take, and I could still be right. But uh, at this point, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give up on it. Because uh, I love Stutzel anyway, and like I always said, he's German. I'm cheering for the guy, so I'm not cheering against him just for the sake of my dumbass take. When we were doing a segment, I had no preparation for, um, and I was having on had plenty Perfetti. of preparation for this. No, I talking about the other segment. When yeah, we the original, up, oh, yeah. Oh, making okay, fun yeah, of me yeah. for saying Perfetti might be the best <laughs> player in that draft, just because I was heavy on him for the Calder last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just trying to get it out there, maybe there's a few voters. Yeah. <laughs> I think you got a sphere of influence or what? Yeah. <laughs> Human podcast said this. Yeah, we reach hard, baby. We reach hard. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you can check off a lot of these guys. Like, um, there's no way that Sebastian Aho is winning. There's no way that the Rupa Hans is winning. I mean, why when is, I say why no is way, Aho not winning. Because I have him down at, at some. At he's some not going to offense juggernaut, dude. Aho's not going to score fifty this year. Aho's not going to score fifty any year in his career. He's a great player. I don't see him as a fifty goal scorer. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I could see him being like a like a Taylor Hall coming out of nowhere, but I guess the Hurricanes are already known as like a, a great team. Dude, honestly, like I would have like Mika Zibanejad way ahead of Sebastian. Mika Zibanejad, I have him written down. I'd love that. Yeah, 200 to one. Yeah, like honestly, like if the Rangers, I feel like the everybody's kind of slouching on a little bit because they should mm-hmm. the bet a bit last year. I know I touched on it last show. I'm kind of high on them, but yeah. uh, that's a guy that could easily pop off. We saw Kreider hit 50 goals two years ago as well. Like. Uh, these are guys that, you know, if, if this team plays well, you know, and they end up being first in the Metro and they turn some heads and who knows, maybe they do okay for the President's Trophy. You know, these guys would have to be the ones that are leading the charge and putting up numbers. So I, I prefer that yeah. than a guy like Sebastian Ajo, you know. Yeah, Zibanejad had 91 points last year, 81 points the year before, 200-1. to Timo Meyer, 200-1. Don't think he can win it over Hughes. I do like Hughes with you guys at 18-1. to uh, Joel, thoughts on Patterson at 60-1. to yeah, I like that. Um, in this, this high-scoring league, you want to get these goal scorers. That's not, another reason why I think that the goalies, I don't think a goalie's going to win. I know Mesha Sturkin yeah. was getting some love mm-hmm. a while back, but uh, with the goals, you know, last year's uh, highest-scoring season since, like, 1990 or something like that, and, and uh, it's hard to be uh, stand out as a goalie when everyone's scoring on you. Um, yeah, let's see how many goals. I'll host Dude, for- he's never he's never broke 40 yeah. goals so uh yeah, so yeah exactly Aho, Aho's not gonna win it that's there you go not uh, not against him he's a good fucking 200 oh, foot player dude of yeah. course not but when it comes but to like, the heart he's not the type of player that's capable i shouldn't say not the type of that's capable it, of winning yeah, heart, but it, a player just, like him is less likely of winning the heart yeah, like i said you got to get in the minds of the voters and they're yeah, uh, he's the not sexy line. he's story not line. sexy the storyline yeah. too like everyone knows the hurricanes the hurricanes are the favorites for the for their president's trophy like unless aho gets a hundred over a hundred points if not like 120 points, he's not winning it. And that's yeah. that he might get that in the next two years. If he's getting yeah. that, somebody scoring 60 on Carolina and who named one feet that can score. It's fabs. Uh, he's a great player, but Sveshnikov's not fucking scoring 60. <laughs> <laughs> Michael but, Bunting's down there. Yeah. Well, Michael Bunting could score 60. 60. Yeah, he could off, off the rink. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Bergeron's not in the league anymore. The uh, Selkie's wide open. No, Maybe, that's uh, the Mitch Marner trophy. That. Buddy. That's the Mitch Marner <laughs> trophy. Now look the fuck out. Uh, Julie, what are your thoughts on Pasternak for the heart? What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I don't mind that actually because yeah. uh, he's he's going to be carrying their offense, right? Just like last year, and he, he performed that role. He got plenty of love last year. He finished second in voting, I believe. So, yeah, Pasternak is is definitely in the mix. If McDavid slows down a bit and Pasternak maintains his form, he, he could steal, it, especially if uh, he carries the Bruins team like um, without uh, Bergeron and Krejci. Uh, yeah, Pasternak's definitely got a chance. You need. In this NHL, yeah, you need an elite goal scorer. Um, so let's look at the previous list of winners. Yeah. Um, oh, no, that's the Calder. <laughs> Dreisaitl, Kucherov, Taylor Hall. That was that was a wacky year. Um, yeah. yeah. McDavid should have won, won, but he didn't make how did Corey Perry win it in, in 2011? Did he just he go off on that year? Corey Perry was sick. He was had like he? 50 yeah. goals or something that year. Dude, Corey yeah. Perry was dope back in the day. Yeah, these 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 players like Ovechkin, Malkin, Henrik Sedin, Ovechkin, Ovechkin, mm-hmm. Crosby, like these are the best of the best. So that rules out a lot of these. Are guys. we ruling out Sid? I still think no, Sid's I, the I, lead I, in this game. I, I I forgot to to write him down. I think I saw him at like 150 or better. To win. Why is everyone like, shitting? Absolutely Sid? fantastic. Yeah, I feel like the Pens. You think they're gonna be great? That's it because he's gonna have all the yeah. narrative in the world. Yeah, if the Pens are going to be great, then he'll be in the mix. That's the thing. If and, they and have he's still playing player, like he like he's in his prime. Like last oh, year, he was yeah. carrying that team. I Everybody forgot. that says he sucks, go fuck yourself, dude. This guy's elite. 
Yeah, I forgot they got uh they got Riley Smith. I was going, yeah, he's one hundred and twenty to one on uh on dra- on FanDuel, as is Ovechkin one one twenty one if he he goes off. But yeah, Crosby's gonna be playing with the, the two best wingers that, that the Penguins have. And you know, Gensel's already out for the start of the year, but they have Riley Smith, Raquel, Brian Rust. So yeah, with Carlson on the power play, he'll probably Crosby will get even more power play points. And yeah, if the Penguins get close to winning that division, I love that. Doesn't that just seem right? Like, Sid's had such a historic career. He has the Cups. He has the Olympic gold medals. He has the World Junior golds. You know, he, he has the hearts. He has this and that. You know, 50-goal scorer in the league. It kind of seems like he's got one more big thing left in him. You know, I, whether it be a cup, I don't know. Whether it be a heart, I don't know. You're asking for a lot here, but it just seems like he's not done yet, right? And this is the kind of guy that loves, like, has breathed and lived this sport his entire fucking life. Uh, he's, he knows he's getting towards the end. That's got to count for something, man. He's got to want it, right? So I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm a Crosby guy. I'm never going to count this motherfucker out. Yeah, I, I hate him, but you got to respect him. And, and one <laughs> more thing with the uh, the Pasternak thing is I, I kind of like that narrative there. I think they're tr- he's a marketable player. He's uh, uh, almost like a Matthew Kachuk type that you know, guys can rally around at the Lake Tahoe game. He was singing to the Barbie song and had those like shades on and shit. So, yeah, if he puts up a similar season, they'd be like, oh, no Bergeron, no Krejci. Still make the playoffs, obviously, because they have Allmark and, and great defense. But Pasternak's going to put up. 40, 50 goals, put up 90, 100 points, and going to be up there for the Hart Trophy, I think. Yeah. And now one last thing here. I just kind of caught my eye a little bit. We all seem to have looked over this guy, and this is the guy that's going to have rest for the first time in like four fucking years. No love for Nikita Kucherov? What's what's he at? He, he's 21 I'm to 1. That's mm-hmm. not bad. Keep in mind, like, this is a guy that's been playing deep into the playoffs every year for the past four fucking seasons, man. An offseason like this, you know, especially with a first-round exit last year, these guys, this Tampa team is going to be coming back with a fucking bone yeah. to chew. You know I'm telling po- you right now. How many points do you think he had last year? What did Kucherov, did he, was he healthy? Did he play a full season? He played 82 games. 82 games, what do you have, like 112 points? 113 points, 113 points, yeah. holy shit. Yeah, this guy's going to, and think about now he has an off season. And he finished, he finished 12th for the heart last year with 113 holy points. Shit, dude, this guy you could know be who I like a lot off. better than Kucherov on the same point? Stamkos? Yep. Brain points, 190 to 1 at FanDuel. Mm. He scored 50-plus goals last year, didn't he? He had 50 last year? Did he actually? Yeah. I think Why is 50 goals score you yeah, 51 goals, 95 points. That's insane, dude. And he's yeah, 191. Dude, this, but why are we that. sleeping on this but, Tampa team? No, they're still so fucking good. That's the whole narrative thing, though. They're, like, they have point. They have Kucherov. They have Hedman. They have Stamkos. They have Vasilevsky. So, yeah, so, yeah, so, so they need, like, one player to... They'd have to... He'd have to be the league leading points to, to have a chance, I think. Uh which he could do. Don't get me wrong. He could yeah. do that. And, and won and it Mc, five years uh, ago, too. Yeah. 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 And McDavid injury, a dry settle kind of beat up a little bit, and it's wide open. Holy shit, dude. I'm, Tampa's so fucking sick. God damn it. Um, all right. Any, anything else worth notable here? Any little, any, anything else that you guys kind of like, just not on the list or anything like that? Or does that cover uh, uh, the heart? I no? mentioned my three bets um, and a few others I think are. are as likely or maybe a little likelier than the odds suggest. Okay. I think that covers it. I think I think Huberto at 200 to 1 is being overlooked, but he's, he's not going to win it, but he should be shorter than that. He will uh, have a bounce back year compared to last year. He has. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Johnny Gaudreau, 200 to 1. I mean, it's Columbus, so he's not, he's not going to get it. Um, Timo so, yeah. Meyer. 
Team, oh yeah, Timo Meyer, I like a 200 to 1, but he's behind Jack Hughes and on that. Get Jordan Cairo off my fucking list. No fucking chance <laughs> oh, in uh, Claude Giroux is a star power at 200 to 1. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh with uh, the, the Stutzel thing, my one issue with Stutzel is that, like, he might not even. Going into the season, I think the per- player that wins the heart has to be the best player on his own team, hands down. And, like, he has Kachuk there, he has Giroux there, he has. I mean, Tarasenko's there now, he's not better than better than a uh, Stutzel, but he has like enough of a good support supporting cast around him. On the contrary, Stutzel's capable of breaking out and putting up 50 goals. You know, he has yeah, an offensive side. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, a 200 foot player, right? Like, and Kachuk can score. Don't get me wrong. This guy's a fucking gamer too, but Stutzel, this is like offensive dynamo, right? Like, and I mm-hmm. think the Sens are going to be a good team and uh, a playoff team. You need to be on a playoff team to win this award. So that, that, that will put him in the mix uh, for sure. If he does what he did last year. You said sends for President's Trophy, didn't you? Like, like a long shot? Or is that Talon? No, that was, that was Joel. That was Joel. I don't have to make it the playoffs this year, so fuck that. But. 100 to 1, this team's going to roll this year. Holy shit. Holy shit, Joel. Keepers, creepers. What's in the water out there in BC? Yeah, you're drinking and eating your tacos, and you're saying sends are trash. So uh, I guess I guess we're going to war again. Uh, my Double devils, Ontario. my sense. Oh, Battle of Ontario. It's like Ryan's Dem- biggest devil. Ryan's biggest rivalry oh, is your devils. Mine's your sense. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, you got the devils, devils, and then the uh, the sends against your your Leafs and Rangers. That's that's a uh, two underdogs right there. And no way, no way, we're losing to any team that doesn't even play yeah. in the city. Probably. Unholy threesome right here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe. <laughs> uh, sign up for the Sports Gambler Podcast Patreon. You can get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest, with a $1,000 first place prize. Besides season-long contests, there's also going to be weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast, which is completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today. SportsGamblerPodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right. We're going to keep the gambling rolling around here. We're going down to another trophy award. We're going to talk a little bit about the 2023-2024 Calder Trophy. That is the trophy awarded to the best rookie of the year. Um, Obviously, let's face it, there's one guy here who is dominating this market. But you know what? The thing about the Calder Trophy is doesn't always necessarily go to the best player. You know, sometimes it should, sometimes it doesn't. McDavid didn't win the Calder. Now, he was injured, so that's not really his fault that uh, Panarin beat him that year. But still, there's a little bit that kind of goes into this. Um, we'll go through a couple odds at the top here. Obviously, Connor Bedard is minus 140, uh, expected to win. Let's place it. He's probably the best. No, he is the best fucking rookie in the league. Uh, Luke Hughes at plus 600. Logan Cooley, plus 900 out there in Arizona. Adam Fantilia, plus 1,000. Uh, Devon Levi between the pipes, plus 1,200 over there in Buffalo. Uh, Brent Clark plus 2,500, Matthew Nyes plus 2,500, and David Zyrushek plus 2,500 as well. Uh, this is a market that one uh, one certain member of this podcast, uh, you know, he does his homework a little bit. So, Jolie, I'm throwing it over to you, buddy. Uh, give us a little breakdown. Give us a little bit of thoughts. What are you thinking here? Right. I mentioned the uh, McDavid. That, that was not a pleasant market to bet into because it's a strong favorite, and uh, you don't really want to bet against that. But I think Connor Bedard is a vulnerable favorite here at minus 140. That's not a bet that I would ever make, even if um, the season was only one month long, um, or especially if it's not one month long, it's a shorter sample size. Uh, but no, he should not be minus 140. 
you mentioned the the injury factor, of course, but there's also the you know the bus factor. Like this is uh this is the NHL now. This is this is the show, uh, the big leagues, and you you don't always adjust to that right away. Even even uh, well, he's he's actually younger than uh, probably almost all these guys, if not the youngest of them all. Uh, uh, he's 18, I guess, early 18. Um, not doing my research on the birthdays here, but I know he'll be uh, among the youngest at the very least because uh, you know he, he jumped up a year. Um, so yeah, uh, that's 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 a bet. Or uh, that's a guy I'm looking to fade at minus 140. I don't think that he has a greater than 50% chance to win this award. So. More loyal listeners know where I'm going. Luke Hughes, plus 600. I mentioned all my love for the Devils. I think they're going to storm this season. And um, he's going to be playing a big minutes on this team. Might even become the number one D-man on the team by the end of the year. This is how good this guy is. We saw how well he played in the playoffs already. Uh, he, he was um, he was a machine against the uh, at the end of the Rangers series. And uh, kept the minute against the Hurricanes. He, was, uh, he had the most ice time in the last game against them. Uh, he's playing top power play minutes, and uh, yeah, this this guy's real deal. He'll put up a ton of points. We saw his uh, younger or older brother Quinn Hughes almost win this award, but uh, he just happened to go against Kale McCarr that year, and it was neck, 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 and neck. And I think Luke Hughes will be even better than Quinn Hughes when everything is said and done. Uh, that that's how much uh, of a talent I think he is. He's got all the pedigree, so I'm all in on Luke Hughes here, plus 600. That is my my probably my biggest award bet, other than maybe some of the Jack Adams stuff. But uh, yes, yes, I'm all over that. Um, I'll let uh, like another thing too, like uh, with this stuff, it's you don't need to know everything about the players, right? Like a lot of these guys, you you won't have have all the information. But what you want to do is you learn about their situation. So for example. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Coronado is uh, 75, 80 to one. He plays for the Flames. He was part of the the, uh, the American World Junior Team, um, and uh, he played on the line with Matthew Nyes. Maybe not quite the talent Matthew Nyes is, but he, he's still a very good player. Uh, I think he played even better than Matthew Nyes in that tournament. And uh, more importantly, he plays on the right wing. And you know who played on the right wing is Tyler Toffolian. So Matt Coronado could go in there, play second line minutes, and then get some. Uh, a lot of ice time, too. And his teammate, Jackie Pelletier, he already is playing for the Flames and playing very well towards the end of the year for them. So he'll get some uh, a lot of ice time, too. And on a good team, 30-30, for Pelletier. Um, then, yeah, I, I can go on and on, but I'll, I'll let uh, Ryan take a turn. Yeah, no, I, I like Pelletier there. I like, like the call out that he, he's already been playing there, so he's going to have, have that under his belt. Um, I also do do like Luke Hughes. Uh, plus 600 implies 14.29% chance of winning. I think he has a, a much higher percent than that. I think I go even a step further. I think Luke Hughes could end up being the best Hughes brother. I know Jack Hughes kind of has that already, but Luke Hughes Quinn's coming in. Quinn's pretty fucking good too, man. Eh, is in Vancouver though. So uh, Luke Luke Hughes is plus 600 coming in against Connor Bedard. I think that's going to be kind of the the the, the two headed race there. But I, I'm going to have to disagree with Joel on Bedard. I think Bedard minus one minus 120 you can find at Fanduel probably is the best bet for this market, unless he gets hurt, unless he's a complete bust. Voters are just voting for Connor Bedard because he's Connor Bedard. The Blackhawks have enough to support him on the power play, on the first line, for the minutes he's going to be playing. They're not going to let teams take advantage of him. I think Bedard at minus 120 is probably the safest bet, the most plus EV bet on on this, because I think he has at least a two-thirds, three-quarters maybe even chance to, to win this award. But, yeah, Luke Hughes, 6-1, to one, he's 
as Joel has pointed out on this podcast in the Discord, he played top power play minutes over Dougie Hamilton in the playoffs. So he's going to get right in there in the regular season. He's going to play big minutes. He's going to put up points. He's going to be two to one before the new year. So get in at six to one. That's probably the best bet on the board right now. Um, yeah, and and as Joel said, make sure you look at, at these players before you bet them. Uh, shout out to BBC in the Discord who uh, suggested Cutter Gauthier at 75 to 1 before researching him and realizing he's going back to college for this year, so he will not be playing in the NHL. But but yeah, Bedard minus 120 or Hughes 6 to 1, I think, has to be the, the, the two looks I'm going for. All right, for myself, I'm okay, I'm obviously confident saying Connor Bedard is the best fucking player on this list. Of course, of course, of course, of course. But I kind of got to go against Ryan a little bit here when I, when he said that Chicago, you know, surrounded him with enough for him to have success. Um, yeah, you look at some of these players, dude, and I feel like they're just a little bit too old for my liking, Gilbert. Like some of these guys, you know, talk about Taylor Hall. We talked about Nick Felino, you know, some of the other guys they brought in, Corey Perry. Like, yes, these are skilled players. They're great players. They're great guys to learn under. But on a first-line basis, doesn't quite cut it for me, dude. It's and Connor like, Bedard, though. It's not like some random. It's not like Shane I get that. coming in who's going to have nine games. And then I understand the that. It's, Connor Bedard it's a is generational gonna, player. Yes, Connor Bedard is going to lead no matter whoever's on his line. But you need supporting cast, and this is why I'm I'm going to be biased here, and you guys are going to laugh at me. I know it. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going with my guy Matthew Nice, like straight up plus twenty five hundred. And the reason why there's spots on the top two lines of the Toronto Maple Leafs that are up for grabs. So Matthew Nice has a fucking equally good chance of playing with either Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner next year, and if not, potentially playing with John Tavares and William Nylander. So if you give me that guy on a line with any of those two combinations I just said against Connor Bedard with any of the other guys I noted previously, I'm sorry, I'm going to go with Matthew Nice, man. Like, especially at what, plus 2,500 I'm seeing right here. Look at look what it takes to have success on the Matthews-Marner line. You look at guys like Zach Hyman, Michael Bunting, physical in the corners. I know, let's face it, you can, you can laugh and say, yeah, they're not that talented. Well, you know what? They do the job. They're big enough to go into the corners and get the fucking pucks. And Matthew Nyes, even though he's 20 years old, at six foot three and 210 pounds, you saw it for a little bit when he was playing on a line there with fucking Ryan O'Reilly. This guy was fading off men in the corners. And now that he got a taste of NHL hockey, he knows what it takes. He knows what his role would be. And he's got to be absolutely licking his chops heading into this camp saying, yes, I want to be on one of these two big lines. And if this guy fucking makes one of those two lines, look the hell out. I could see him potentially getting more points, not going to say more goals, potentially more points than Connor Bedard just being a one-man show on the Chicago Blackhawks. Now, obviously, if you trickles down to a third line or something like that, yeah, you don't have a fucking chance here. But uh, plus 2,500, I'll put a little... Sp- I already have. I put 100 bucks on it. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> I'm already in on that, yo. But but uh, that's just what I'm, that's what I'm looking out for. Yes, I do like Bedard. Bedard should win at minus 140. Um, but you know what? I'm just trying to look for the bigger picture a little bit here. You know, like Luke Hughes, kind of similar. The guy's going on to a great team. He had a great fucking run last year. Um, you know, look at a guy like Logan Cooley, not so sure because Arizona kind of sucks. Yes, he's still an awesome player. Devin Levi, it's hard to win the Calder as a goalie. So if, if I look through these top, you know, six, eight guys on the list here, you know, besides Hughes, you know, with Fantilli's situation, I, I'm sorry. I think Dias is potentially has the best chance to be in the best scenario out of anybody on this list, if that makes any sense. There's so many guys I'd rather bet than Bedard. 
I, I would bet Hughes. I bet Fantilli. I bet David Yerchek. He was the best player at the World Juniors. He was absolutely the king of that Czech team, and he'll go into that Blue Jacket team and uh, be their second best defender almost right away, presumably. I mean, maybe not technically sound. He doesn't have the experience of some of the other guys, but uh, he's, he's he's got the offensive skills plus uh, defensive acumen. So David Yerchek is also a nice one. Brant Clark, he's he's uh, with the Kings there. Kings are a little bit more deep defensively and uh, still Dowdy and then Mikey Anderson in his way. So that that's a little, little more nebulous. But, uh, yeah, these, these guys are all, I mean, minus 140 for Conor Bedard. Like, it's just, it's just way, way too high, way too much to pay, uh, considering anything that can happen. Like, you, ha- you haven't seen him in the NHL yet, so you, you can't just lay all this money on for uh, a whole year on this guy who who's, uh, hasn't done it at the biggest stage just yet. I know obviously he's got immense talent and all that, but the Blackhawks aren't making the playoffs, so that's going to work no. against him. Whereas you can have any one of these guys just have a stellar season, and the voters will have to. They're like, okay, we've got a Bedard. He had all the hype, but he did prove it. He's a bust. So you'll be like, hey, I want to vote for this guy because he had a much better season. And simple as that. I mean, I don't think the voters are that dumb just to vote for Bedard because he's got all this hype before the season. Then, uh, so yeah, he's, he's going to get his points and all that, but uh, I don't think that he's going to have. The same kind of season that McDavid had. He's just he's a different kind of player, and uh, of course I'm not saying he shouldn't be the favorite. He should be the favorite, but at minus 140 is just uh, way too high. I'd rather take a bunch of shots with these other guys, especially Luke Hughes. All right, so uh, I do agree that I think Fantilli at 20 to one is a good look there. He's one Boone Jenner bad game away from centering Patrick Laine <laughs> and Johnny Gaudreau. I like Matthew Nyes too at 25 to one. I think anyone playing with Austin Matthews at 25 to one is, is worth it. But like, and Levi 20, 20 to one, I think if he's a Sabre starting goalie and they make the playoffs, he is a chance. But where is this Bedard hate coming from from you guys? Like, do you just think it's like overhype uh, in like this today's no. like day and age? You think it's, it's like, not that it's not it that just, at all. Or is it just I, not betting minus odds on a Carter no. trophy? That has it's not even, it's not even that, dude. Like, this guy's going to be a fucking stud. This guy's going to be an absolute killer. But it, he's on his own out there, man. That's just how what I believe. I know that we talked about, like, some of the players that are going to be surrounding him with went a little bit in-depth last show as well. I just, you, you got to have guys with you, bro. Like, you have to. And who does he got? He's got fucking nobody. So even if he puts up, you know, 65 points and he scores, you know, 32 goals or something, why can't a guy like Matthew Nyes put up 75 playing with a more dominant line? Why can't, you know, Luke Hughes playing on a better fucking team have a greater year, you know? So uh, I get it. Like, Conor Bedard, yes, a minus 140. The best player out of all these guys, like we said, but it's not necessarily the best situation. That's what I'm trying to get at. And another thing, too, like you're betting on this guy to have a better season than all these other guys who we don't know much about. Like any one of these guys can pop off and have a stellar season. And here that's you're there with your dick in your hand holding a minus 140 ticket when uh, you've got this other guy who boomed out of nowhere in a much better situation. Um, so, yeah, it's like different than the heart because, you know, all these players, and you know, McDavid is going to do his thing every freaking year. And, you know, most of the other guys can't win it. Uh, but here with the, the Calder, like any one of these guys can pop up out of nowhere. You, you see no, look, long shots win this they, award they, all they the time. They can't, though. They, they, like, look at the past winners. Matty Benier's last, last year. Benier's wasn't Frizoff. supposed to win it last year, though, remember? He was one of the favorites. He it was, was supposed to be um, people, people Shane knew Wright about was him. expected. People knew about Matty Benier's. Yeah. Like, I, I can understand, like, Luke Hughes and, and Fantilli, like, if someone like that wins it. But, like, any of these, like, tw- longer than 25 to 1, I just not really that interested especially with bedard uh, bedard the only risk i think is if he gets hurt i think i'll mention one Her- guy as long as 25 to 1 okay two guys who you got well i, I mentioned matt coronado so <laughs> well, i already mentioned him 
Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying all these guys longer than 25. No, like, who was it? Who was it? I didn't, I'm I didn't saying Yerchek, Fantilli, Nice, Hughes, all have a better chance. Uh, or all have, yeah, if you put them all together, I have a better chance than Bedard winning. I th- I think if Bed- unless Bedard gets hurt or is like somehow a, a, just a complete bust, he's going to win it. Like, someone would have to have an, an, an absolutely amazing season beyond him, like at least five or 10 points more than him, okay. which I don't see happening with. Maybe if Fantilli plays with Line and Gaudreau from like November on, and he he, he proves to be like a top line center, but like I, I I don't know. I expected Bedard to be a bigger favorite than this. So I think minus one twenty. Obviously, you don't want to tie up that money for six seven months in an eighteen year old who just turned eighteen last month, hasn't played professional hockey before. But I mean, he was the number one draft pick in this draft for for years. It's not like he just came out of nowhere. He's been playing above his head since he was born, pretty much. You can't argue that. Now, out of curiosity, Ryan, how many goals, how many points do you kind of like? This is on the spot, and obviously, you don't want to put you on the spot. How many, you know, goals and points do you think Connor Bedard's going to put up this year? Realistically, like, what what could you see him kind of reaching? You know, I, I could see thirty and forty for seventy. Seventy, okay. If, yeah, I I could see that as like a, I think that's around what his point total at, over under is. Now, if you have Adam Fantilli playing with like a, a, a line A and a fucking Goudreau, or you know, you have a Nice with a Matthews and, and a Marner, do you not think that they those guys would get more points than that? You know? Yeah, For, but, but but that that's okay. Fantilli has to prove it and and earn the trust of his coach to play those top line minutes when Columbus is apparently trying to win. And the same thing, same thing with Nice. Like the the Leafs have to win this year, and if the Leafs are going to try guys on that line, and I think. I think Nyes is worth a sprinkle at twenty-five to one, but like, but I don't think Bedard at minus one twenty just should just be a, a completely avoid, like like you guys were saying. That's fair. Like, like if I was betting a hundred, you said bucks, that Luke Hughes will be plus two hundred by Christmas. Oh no, so. Luke Hughes is probably the best bet. I think Connor Bedard is is like Luke Hughes and Connor Bedard are the best bets. Luke, like Luke Hughes and Con- like Connor Bedard, I could see being minus 200 by Christmas. I could see Luke Hughes being plus 200 by Christmas. Like I think it's going to be those two neck and neck, and then maybe like a Fantilli or, or a Nyes if they do get the right like like placement on their lines and are able to to click. Well, all right. You have to go with one or the other to the listener out there. Don't. I don't. don't I don't have to go. Okay. I I like a minus <laughs> 120 and I like a plus 600. Bet both of them. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, if you have a lot of money to spend and uh, you don't mind tying it all up. If you have five dollars to spend, put three dollars on Connor Bedard, put two dollars on Luke Hughes. There you go. That's okay, fair. We don't, don't, don't unit shame. We don't unit shame here. We don't unit shame. If if you want to bet and have some fun along, along the full full season, th- those are who I think are the best bets. Hell if you yeah. want to look for longer guys at, at like and just put like a tenth of a unit on them, I like that too. It's a matter of a your your risk tolerance and and what your kind of plans are with this market. Okay, now quick question: Are we just are we just ruling out our boy Shane Wright? You think he's not going to be coming back for a vengeance this year? Uh, I think we're ruling him out. Yeah, are they cracking players <laughs> winning the uh, Calder? Back, Has that back been to back players on the same team won the Calder back to back? It has to at least <laughs> once. No. Oh, I don't, uh, oh, Veskin won it back. Or no, that's. That's yeah, I was so good they gave him another rookie oh, I, I was I was looking up the Calder Trophy winners before and they had fucking Panarin uh, twice listed on it. What? Uh, Yo, did you hear about Panarin? He got fined in Russia for shooting a gun. Shooting a gun, yeah. Like four hundred rubies because it was an accident. He was gonna get charged, but then he said no, it was an accident. They're like, okay, 
400 rubies and you give uh, us the uh, gun. Yeah, the Bruins <laughs> won it back to back in 1966 67, Bobby Orr, and 67 68, Derek Sanderson. So, uh, okay. what's that? 60 years, uh, almost 60 years ago. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck it. You know, it's Shane Wright. Pop off, buddy. Let's fucking give it. He's got, he's got a chip on his shoulder here, no? Yeah. But, but Joel, do, would, would you agree that probably the best, best time to bet these markets are in season? Depends on what it is. Like, uh, if it's someone like Bedard, then yeah, because you want to see if he's not a bust first. Uh, and you're, you're plus you're staking more money, presumably at minus 140 than than uh, these longer shots, unless you're talented, you put like fucking four <laughs> units on Matthew Knives right away. Um, we, we don't we don't know talent. Oh, well, I'm sure talent has a very large. Uh, he shows a lot of his screenshots, so I can um, roughly guess. <laughs> but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that that is uh, on the upper range of uh, what talent bets. So, uh, yeah, so minus 140 is just uh, is just. It's too early for that when when he, we, there's still so much of an unknown about him. So I, I would wait for Bedard. But if you really like somebody else and you think that there's uh, some value, I mean, I was hoping for a bigger number than six to one for Luke Hughes, but it's still good enough for me. Uh, Fantilli at twenty to one though is 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 okay. Uh, and uh, I mentioned Matt Coronado. I mean, oh, he's God. Matt Coronado. Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> what? I mean, I put all I put the whole five bucks look. on him. It, it is a good look. And get Brian just the, hates uh, Italians. <laughs> 400, 450 <laughs> bucks, and you spend five bucks on Connor Bedard at minus one forty, and get like uh, three bucks, three bucks fifty cents, something like that. I don't know. Okay. Um, so what would Bedard yeah. have to be for you to bet on him right now? Two to one? What plus one fifty? Well, now I'm all in the in the trenches against him, so uh, I'm gonna be a stubborn German and and okay. Say, well, ignore that. Oh. <laughs> what happened last time? You yeah, German yeah exactly. Trenches. Stubborn <laughs> German. It's it's not a good it's not a good uh, outcome based on history there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just uh, I've at least seen Luke Hughes in the NHL. It's just a much better situation. Bedard, I don't know. Five to one. Five to one. You would need. Maybe you four to one. You know that's what? Guys, that's insane. That's no, insane. I would take him at like plus two hundred. I'm not gonna even plus one fifty. I'd be all over that. But yeah, there, there are um, gonna be odds boosts for him to uh, like probably some books where we would do plus one hundred, maybe plus one fifty. I would be all over that. These are all like all awards are very interesting to go back in like the middle of the season and see you know what we said and where we are. But this one's gonna be this one's gonna be really cool. Just kind of see everything that we said today and then see where things are. You know, forty one games into the season. So I'm I'm looking forward to that for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, boys. Uh, are we good with the Calder? Any other, you know, anybody loves Sebastian Casa? Anybody love, you know, Jean-Luc Fourday? Anybody love, you know, Brennan Hotterman? Jesper uh, Winstead? <laughs> Tyson Forster, 60 to 1. Flyers, Is that your boy? What about, what about Ivan Miroshnichenko? Ivan Miroshnichenko. That's, uh, he's going to be good for the Capitals. Ivan yeah. Miroshnichenko. Yeah, uh, bless you. He's a, he's a bit older too, so he has got uh, you know a bit more. Oh, he has the Panarin factor. Yes, yes. Or um, what's his name? Kaprizov. He could. Yeah. I like that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, boys. Anything else you want to add before we wrap things up here? This is a nice little quick show. You know, just a couple little uh, a couple little trophy odds. Anything else worth touching on here? Ah, he's only 19 years old. I thought he was older. Never mind. Just a quick oh, 50 match show here. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't realize it was that. Oh, oh yeah. Shut up. What was that guy? Rick. Rick. Rick Jenneret, Rick, oh, Rick, 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 Rick Jenneret, the, the legendary uh, Buffalo Sabres announcer yes. who, who passed away on uh, Thursday night. Uh, shout out to, to all of our, to Thor and all the uh, Buffalo Sabres fans out there. Of course. 
pour one out for the homies, you know. It sucks to say a lot of people in hockey have been dying lately. This fucking sucks, but you know, we're we're all here for you guys, you know. So shout out to everybody in Buffalo, shout out to the family, shout out to Sabres fans. Uh Joey, what do you say was the call? You had the May Day call? Yeah, and Brad May scored overtime goal. Um, can we can we get your reenactment of the May Day call? <laughs> Mayday, Mayday, Mayday. Hell yeah. Got some uh, iconic words that he used too. Um uh, listening to those uh, usually matinee games on, on the Sabres broadcast. And yeah, he was, he was a hell of a hell of a play caller. I, I, I pay attention to that kind of thing. Um, uh, I, I respect the business, especially these days when there's so few of them. Uh, when there, there used to be a whole bunch of good ones, but it's getting harder and harder to find a, a proper one. So yeah, hail. We need Joel Myers' announcer power rankings before the start of the season. That good is idea. good. That's that a good is idea. great. I will start working Fuck on that. After my real power rankings are done. <laughs> and if you shit on Joe Bowen, I'm going to fucking march right over there to BC and I'm going to beat you with a phone book, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Won't leave bruises. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, everybody. Everybody go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff going on in the world of sports, baby. We got hockey. We got basketball news. We got college football right around the corner. NFL is right around the corner. Shout out to everybody that's in a two-month-long fantasy draft. Hope you guys are all surviving. Uh, what else is going on we got mma we got nascar we got f1 we got soccer we got baseball um so be sure to check out the website man you can read all the articles on that uh everybody's doing such a kick-ass job man so be sure to check those out uh and of course listen to the other shows dude i mean it when i fucking say it. i'm not just saying it for the good of my own health listen to all the other shows listen to fucking everything everybody does such a good job everybody puts a lot of effort into it and there's some fucking awesome shit out there uh, so be sure to go check them all out. Obviously, you can find it at the website. Be sure to listen to Baseball Money is Fake as well uh, with Ryan and Blake. Those guys do such a kick-ass job. Um, and shout out to all your friends and pals in the Discord, you know? It's going to be fucking popping off. I keep getting more excited and excited every time I think about it. Uh, NHL season Discord's a fucking blast. You know why? Because it's not just a bunch of nerds like every other channel that are just posting their wins and posting Egypt fucking analytics and posting this and that. We actually got good motherfuckers in the Discord. We got good people. Everyone's having a fucking blast. We have good conversations, man. So, so fucking stoked for that. Hell yeah to everybody in the Discord. Even if you're a lurker. If you're a lurker, I think it's about time, you know, you rise up a little bit. We love you. We love the lurkers. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, come on and come out of the shadows, you know, come out of the closet a little bit and come come join the world with all of us in the. <laughs> I'm not. Never mind. Just get you. I just start talking shit. Uh, and if you're trying to get in the Discord, if you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter, we'll be sure to point you in the right direction as well. Uh, you can also reach out to the HTTP Twitter account. Or I feel like Joel Meyer has a Nokia. So if you were to T9 text him on one of those old Nokia T9. phones, like T9 text, I'm sure if you do that, you might be a couple of little spelling errors, but he'll T9 you right fucking back and he'll on his old ass Nokia and he'll fucking show you how to get into the Discord with some of the finest phones to ever come out of Finland, baby. So shout out Nokia. Shout out the Discord. Shout out Joel Meyer. Yeah, from Finland? Yeah, Nokia's from Finland. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he'll either T9 or he'll teabag you. It'll be up to, up to his <laughs> choice there. But yeah, I, I am itching for my first live bet in the Discord this season. It just gets completely chaotic. I can't wait for it. I cannot wait for some live betting action. But yeah, get in the Discord. And if you're still, still listening to this, we appreciate the likes. We appreciate the, the, the retweets or reposts, whatever they're called. But make sure you leave us a five-star rating and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search for Hockey Gaming Podcast. Apple Podcasts and Spotify are most important, but wherever else, you know, they're okay, too. They do count. So, uh, yeah, subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating review. Auto-download. Uh, all, all that good stuff. Shit, yeah, man. 
Um, all right, guys. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertslp. I'm Joel Meyer. You'll find me casting voodoo hexes on Connor Bedard for the uh, duration of the season. <laughs> I didn't know I had voodoo Spooky. hexes against me. I like that. I put a spell on you. Voodoo. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Peace.